0: Let's stick with uh, Djokovic. Australian government revoked his visa for a second time in the ground of public interest yesterday. This comes down to basically not being truthful about border documents, which Djokovic maintains were a mistake on the part of somebody else who filled out the papers for him. I know I said I didn't travel in the last 14 days, but it wasn't me that said it. Dude, you signed the document. So ultimately, that means you're responsible, No. Gavin Ziv is uh, Tennis Canada's Senior VP of Professional Events and Managing Director of the National Bank Open. Joins the show now. Gavin, great to have you on.
1: Yeah, thanks, Kelly. Nice to, nice to have be on the show today.
0: So Djokovic's lawyers are expected to appeal this cancellation. Uh, the Australian Open is Monday. How, how long did it take to rule on, on it the first time around when the visa was canceled?
1: Yeah, no, it's pretty amazing that, that the timing right now is for uh, Novak's lawyers to file an injunction and potentially have a court hearing next week, but not even knowing what the timing could be for that, that uh, hearing. Um, you know, I, I think what we've understood is the process has been expedited very fast to what would typically happen for most citizens or anyone else coming into the country in that regard. So I think that tennis in this case has been treated fairly with regards to, um, you know, Novak's appeal uh, I mean, being heard very quickly. Um, but at the same time, the tournament starts Monday, as you said. So it's tricky.
0: How important is this tournament to Djokovic? Is he going for a
1: record? I mean, he's going for many records. Every time he steps on the court, it feels like he's trying to create more uh, history each time. Um, you know, one, he's won the Australian Open so many times. So it's a tournament he can win, which is important. But as far as the Grand Slam titles for his history, you know, he's at 20, tied with Rafa and Roger. So this would be potentially the tiebreak, the you know the going ahead in the history of all Grand Slam victories for Novak. So this is a very important one.
0: When it comes to other players in the Australian Open, would this be a good or bad thing that Djokovic faces deportation? I mean, there are some people that would say, oh, I want to play the best of the best.
1: Yeah, no, this it, it's it's profound what it would do to not have Novak in the draw, right? The number one player in the world, one of the best of all time, and the number one seed. Uh, so very important. It's a distraction for sure. You know, I think the players are used to lots of issues with regards to traveling around the world, and there's different situations in every country, different bubbles. Uh, but at some point, you play the tournament, and just the tennis takes over, and that's not happening here. It's still there, so I think they just want a resolution, one way or the other, so that they know what they're getting into when the you know when the ball you know strikes for the first time on Monday.
0: When you're at this level of athletics, any athletics, we know that it's beyond physical. It's a largely A mental game. So could this idea of, you know, other players in the open that could have faced Djokovic not knowing where they sit be throwing off their mental game?
1: Well, the draw has already been made. So they know who he plays uh, first round, which is actually a fellow Serbian for Novak in this case. Um, If he doesn't play the tournament, the the draw changes. And the timing of when that happens is really important. You know, if he withdraws right now, they put someone in his place. It would actually be uh, Rublev, who's the number five seed from Russia. Uh, If it happens he could play his first match and then have to withdraw, which has a whole further implication on that as well. So that's kind of the point. You know, you want to know what you're dealing with as far as the draw goes right now, and not have to wait till the middle of the tournament.
0: Right, because you've got to strategize on how you're going to face that opponent.
1: Yeah, you want to know who you're playing against. And as I said, being the number one seed in the protected spot at the top of the draw, you want to know how that affects everyone else that's playing. But the draw does significantly open up if Novak is not there.
0: I had uh, yesterday discussed the fact that if Novak Djokovic doesn't get kicked out, if he's allowed to play in the Open, that possibly we would hear something we don't normally hear at tennis matches—somebody being booed off the court by fans because Australians are not happy about this—is that a possibility?
1: Uh, it's a definite possibility. You know, this goes beyond tennis, and and, and, and you know what's going on here with the storylines. Um, you know, I think Novak has dealt with you know you know he when he travels around the world. Lots of people love him. Uh, everyone respects his game. Um, but there are those people who, who don't love Novak. And I think he's dealt with the Blues before in certain situations, uh, especially when you're going against fan favorites like Roger and Rafa. Um, but I think this will be a whole different level, yeah. I, I think you could be dealing with something that is a, is a new hype with regards to you know, people being completely for or completely against him. So it's going to be very emotional and very um, probably distracting to some degree for both athletes you know, if they play, take the court on Monday.
0: Now, it's not just Novak Djokovic playing in this Open. There's Canadians playing. So we found out our first-round opponents, uh, it, was it yesterday? And who were the ones to watch, and what matches are you excited about?
1: Uh, you know, so our young guys have done so well to start the year winning the ATP Cup and the great you know, victory for Team Canada. So Felix is now top 10 in the world. Dennis is is just right behind him, They're top 15 in the world. Um, you know, Felix will will take on um, one of the players from Finland, Emi uh, Russovori, um, which is a good match for him to start the, you know, the tournament. He would be in that same quarter as Rublev, who I mentioned earlier, uh, one of the top players in the world in the fourth round, if he makes it that far. So implications there with regards to the draw. Denis as well, uh, he actually plays a, a Serbian first round, Ajir, who uh, he, he can beat for sure, but it's also a very tough road ahead of Grand Slams. He would have to play Opelka and eventually Zverev in his quarter of the draw. Um, But also so exciting on the ladies' side, what's happening there? Of course, Layla, who won the hearts of all tennis fans around the world, especially Canadians last year at the U.S. Open. She plays a wild card um, from Australia, Madison Inglis, first round, um, and then potentially has a matchup with Sabalenka, who should be at the U.S. Open semifinals last year. So it would be really exciting to see how Layla does this year and she can keep the magic going from where she did last year. Um, And then lastly, just a a great uh, human interest story with Rebecca Marino from Vancouver. Uh, she qualified yesterday. She won three matches in the qualifying round. She served 24 aces last night, which is one of the best ever for a women's match. Um, and she'll be in the main draw starting this week. Uh, and if you remember, Rebecca, she retired from tennis a number of years ago, uh, citing depression and just, you know, being a, wanting to get away from the tour and the tennis business and has come back after the sabbatical from tennis. And this is a great comeback story. She's a fantastic woman. Uh, so we're cheering for her, of course, all the Canadians. Mm. Uh, next next couple of weeks in Australia.
0: And speaking of Vancouver and partnerships, uh, Leila Fernandez, who you mentioned earlier, is going to be sporting Lululemon, has a partnership with the brand. And Lululemon, by the way, also to go full circle where we started out in this segment, is um, cl- putting the clothes on the backs of our Olympic athletes. So it looks like Lululemon is really going to be getting a bump from what's going on in the world of sport this year.
1: Oh, no, good, good for them and good for Layla. That's a great partnership there. Um, you know, a Canadian brand, and, and, you know, it's nice to see Lulu them getting into tennis, right? Uh, we know their athletic apparel so well from for, for many reasons. Uh, yeah. To be part of tennis and to be partnering with, with Layla is, is a great start to the year. And, of course, then with Olympic uh, as well uh, later in February, uh, a nice way to see the Canadian company uh, getting involved.
0: Gavin, thanks so much for joining us. I really appreciate uh, you joining us, and we'll keep an eye on what's going on with Djokovic. Is he going to stay or... Is he get in the boot. We'll find out very, yeah. very soon.
1: <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks so much for having me.
0: Have a great day. Gavin Ziv is Tennis Canada's Senior VP of Professional Events.